Recording us. Father, the entrance of your word brings light. You have a burden in your heart for your children. I am not here, you are. Speak to us that we are because we are listening. The sons are listening. Transform us in the revelation of your word. Transform us in any directive of your grace. As the entrance of your word brings light. There's an illumination for us. There's an unburdening of the darkness. There's an atmosphere of rest. We, your sons, are listening. Speak. We, your sons, are waiting. Teach. We, your sons, are here. Transform. We don't want to live here the same. We want to live here emboldened, encouraged, strengthened. Love. Jesus' name. Amen. So I said today we'll be talking on vices and devices. But before we start anything, we're going to start with declarations. We're going to start with declarations. Let us declare. If you look at the screen and you declare along. Along with them. Are you ready? One, two. Please look at the screen. The curse guy. One, two, three, go. I choose, I choose to believe, believe decree, and declare that, that I, I am powerful. I have the spirit of power in me. I am not subject to my vices. I am subject to the Lordship of Christ. I have received the concrete life of Christ in me. My desire in Christ has conquered my desire to see. I live out the nature and the spirit of God. I live out the fullness of Christ. Christ. The fullness of my desires, the fullness of my actions, executing desires of God. I rest in the consciousness of God's love for me. I am at rest, rest in victory over the desires and nature of Satan. Amen. Amen. Are people awake now? <laughs> let's try again. Because yeah. we, declare, we, we declare like we're not fully awake. Now let's declare like we're awake. Let's declare <laughs> with authority. Like we believe what we are saying. Not like we are guests in the discussion with the... With, mm -mm, we are not servants. We are speaking sons, not silent servants. So our sons... Let's declare from the authority that we have received in the Father. Let's go through the declarations again. One, two, three, go. I choose, I choose to, believe to believe and declare, decree, that and declare. I am powerful. I am powerful. powerful. I have the spirit of power. I am not subject to my vice. I have received the conquering of I have received the 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 I have received the
the lie of the enemy is that the believer is powerless the lie of the enemy is that you have to give in to every vice when it overwhelms you the lie of the enemy is that you cannot say no when flesh rises and you are weak the lie of the enemy that there is nothing in you to counter the desires that flesh requires so it begins to sin like the believer is saved but the salvation of the cross does not apply in your life so each day you find a new reason to sin you find a new reason to be subject to your flesh there is always a new excuse why you could not overcome then you begin to it's almost like ah, god will forgive me then you go back to the place where mm, god will probably be angry with me i am not pleasing to god so that whole cycle of sin must be broken and the way to break it is knowledge because it's what you know that defines how you believe how you believe will inform how you decide and a culmination of decisions over time is what we call character so if you wake up one morning and it feels like oh i feel like masturbating oh i feel like having sex oh I feel like watching porn. Oh, I feel like drinking. Oh, this person annoyed me. I feel like keeping malice. Whatever the whatever your the initial, the previous propensity you have was, there has to be a knowledge that comes into play that lets you know that victory you have received in Christ is permanent. And that is what we are addressing today. That the believer knows that he's not just, he's empowered. He's empowered. So even when you don't feel powerful, you are empowered. Empowerment means there's a conference of power upon the believer to overcome the season, to overcome the time, to overcome the trials and tribulations of this world. And the first person the believer must overcome is the believer themselves. Before we start talking of principalities, powers, and all those ones, the first person you overcome is you. Because if you cannot overcome you, you'll be subject to everything that has seen your weakness and uses it as a method to overcome you. The enemy does not have a new skill. It's not that intelligent. It's simply cunning. And when he recognizes the pattern, maybe, maybe a familiar pattern or a personal pattern, he just repeats the same thing because he, he worked for this person's father, he worked for the son, he worked for this person around him, for all the people in this environment who work for him. He's not creative. He's, he's even lazy in his cunningness. So if he works for all these people, if he works for each person, welcome. If it works for each person, 
it will work for this person. So the devil is not creative. He's just strategic in his deception, cunning in his application, and 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 de <laughs> deadly desperate in his follow through. And it is the assignment of the believer to recognize and rest in the finished work they have received as Christ in Christ through Christ. So there are devices and there are the vices. We're going to talk about the devices God has given us. How grace is, a, is, an, is part of the device. How grace executes, carries out these devices. And how sin has devices, the vices. So we are talking about devices versus the vices today. Are we all tracking? Okay. Let's keep track. Yes, we are. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good morning. It's good to see you. The first thing we talk about is sin. See, sin is the active consciousness of the flesh's lordship over man. Expressing the vices of the nature of sin through the heart and mind of man. Let me repeat that. I need us to understand that sin is not just an action. Sin is a nature. Sin is a being. If we only see sin as an action, we, 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 we will be negligent that on the fact that it is a being, a being that has a nature. When we see Genesis 4, when, when before Cain did anything to Abel, when he was jealous of his brother, his brother who offered his first and best, him who just offered a regular sacrifice, he was when he was jealous of his brother, the father said to him, or God said to him, sin is crouching at your door. It is its desire to have you. It is desires to have mastery over you, but you must master it. So law of first mention. So, the, so by law of first mention, sin has a desire. The desire of sin is mastery. If something is a master over you, it's a lord over you. So desire of sin it's a lordship over man. But the position of man in Christ is victory over sin. So I repeat that. Law of first mention. The, the, the aim of sin, the purpose of sin is mastery over man. And how does sin obtain mastery over you? By operating active and consciously in flesh. So this is why it is not for the believer to focus on his sin, trying to use laws to overcome it. Because what you focus on, you eventually exalt. What you focus on, you eventually succumb to. So that is why we are focusing on Christ, who is the author and finisher of our faith. Because sin, as you see the definition, is the active consciousness of flesh's lordship. So flesh, a desire, flesh, pleasure flesh the lordship of flesh over man every time we commit to that lordship we fall into sin so that's why we don't say we sin we come sin to commit to sin why is the word commit to commit to something that means you have submitted under his lordship you have submitted to his expectations you have committed to fulfill what is these expectations so sin 
is the active consciousness of flesh lordship over man, expressing the vices of the nature of sin through the heart and mind of man. Notice something. Expressing the vices of the nature of sin through the heart and mind of man. So before sin is before sin is exposed in the flesh, is expressed in the heart and mind. Before sin is exposed in the flesh, it is first expressed in the heart and mind. So the battle for, against sin is not by punishing your flesh. The battle for sin is won in the heart and in the mind. That is why you are renewed in mind and conformed in the heart. The battle for sin is not won in the flesh. That's I'm not talking about. I'm, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about after the finished work, because Christ finished His work, that the Holy Spirit can finish the work in us. So, by the Holy Spirit in our inner man and Christ in our heart, the battle for sin is dealt with in the heart and in mind before it is called. It is dealt with in the flesh, because it is not what is not the flesh that corrupts. What's what is within that eventually out of the abundance of the heart, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So the, the eventual combination of your identity is based on your heart and mind. So if you are trying to punish your body to deal with sin, you have missed it. If you are trying to punish your actions to deal with sin, this is why law could never deal with the sin problem. Because law dealt with behavioral modification, not mindset change. Is this making sense? Go ahead, yeah. Linda. So, the part of the Bible that says, if your eyes make you sin or your hand makes you sin, cut it off. Mm. So what does that mean in this context? Thank you. That takes us totally away from this. Um, oh, it does. I'm sorry. This is totally away from it because he's, he's, talking, he's talking about something totally different. Okay. Okay, if that's fine, go ahead. But what we can do is, I mean, on Monday we're going to discuss this, so we, can, we, we could head there in Monday, on Monday okay but he was not talking about physically cutting your eye because your eye is the light your the eye is the light so short form who's the light christ the light any other thing that is not going to be a light to you cut it out of your life so you you should be focusing on christ who is your light who is the window of light who is the one that brings light into your soul is the restorer of your soul focus on christ don't focus on any other light and if any other light is causing you to sin, cut it out. The only light that a believer should be focusing on is Christ. That's one of the meanings. That's the core meaning. We can delve into that meaning on Monday because I think we're going there on Monday. Okay, thank you. So remember, Christ the light. We envision Christ. Any other light should be cut out for me. Any other thing, any other semblance of Christ, anything that takes you away from rest in him, takes you away from observing him, should be cut out of your life. He is the light and he's the author and finisher of your faith. So looking onto him, looking onto Christ, focusing on him. That's basically 
the root meaning of that. Thank you. So, Kwame. It's, um, it's just interesting. I don't know whether this is a testimony or just a comment or a question or an addition. So the, the exact words that you said, uh, that sin is not an action, sin is a nature. Mm -hmm. I had those exact words this morning with my communion with the Holy Spirit. It's a sin is mm -hmm. not a nature. Sin is not, uh, it's not an action, it's a nature. Mm -hmm. And he also went ahead to say, I mean, just confirming everything, to say that um, don't be sin conscious, be love conscious. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's interesting that that's what you're talking about now, and um, it's the most interesting thing, bottom line. But uh, I, I'm with you, I'm enjoying this a lot. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. So, now that we know what sin's plan is and what sin, sin itself, because if you read this, if you read, if you read that uh, Genesis 4 in, in KJV, you hear sin eats. Eats. So, if it is it, the being, the being has a nature. That's why Galatians 5 now starts to dif differentiate between the nature of sin versus the nature of the spirit. And this is where grace enters the matter. So, Christ finished work on the cross. That grace may establish the finished work in us. I'll repeat that. Christ finished work on the cross. So that grace establishes the finished work in us. Faith is the person. Faith is also the finished work of, of the person. The faith is the establishment of, the, of that person and his finished work. It takes grace to establish defeat. So grace is God's active consciousness in man, carrying out the devices of the nature of God in man. You see the difference? Let me repeat that. Grace, conscious, active. So it's not, it's, it's active in you. It's God's active conscious, because a person may be conscious, but the consciousness may not be active. That's why people in coma, they hear or speak, but they cannot move, they cannot do anything. No, it's not just conscious. It's active in you. So because grace is a, is a walking, grace is not just a noun. Grace is a verb in the believer. Grace is not just a noun as a name. Grace is also a verb as an action. So grace is the active consciousness in man, of God's active consciousness in man, carrying out the desires of the nature of God in man. So. Look at this. From you see that sin expresses devices. That's vice. So powerful. Sorry, that what you just said. Like I need a moment to just digest it. That's so powerful. Oh, go ahead. The act. So you can be conscious, mm -hmm. and your consciousness is not active. Yes. So you can be talking about the scriptures. I'm talking about grace, and you know. You think you know, you're like, yes, I know this, I've heard this, and I know it. And you're wondering, okay, even with what I know, the difference now is that what you know is not active. Yes. I see. That's so, 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 so powerful. Sorry, please, can you repeat it again? I got it, but I just want to be sure it's clear. It's correct what I have written down. Who is repeating me or yourself? No, you grace. I, I I got there's something. There's one word I know I will meet it. So grace is God's active consciousness okay. in man, 
Okay, thank you. Carrying out the devices of the nature of God in man. Okay. Because, like Yosola was saying, conscious many believers know because knowledge is consciousness. Knowledge is consciousness. But it is not enough to know. It's not enough to know. You have to apply the knowledge. Because that's what Paul now says, by reason of, new, of use. Have you applied your knowledge? It is the application of knowledge that we walk in active consciousness. A person is unconscious. A, a person may be in coma. They are hearing everything going on around them. They are hearing people talk, but they are unable yeah. to respond. So God is not in you, hearing you talk, hearing you live, hearing you do everything that you are doing, but he's not is unable to do anything. No. God is active and conscious in you. So his active consciousness is the empowerment of the believer to be like him. So he established the, divide, the, the believer in devices, in the, the devices that go against the vices. So he gives grace, establishes the devices that gives you victory over the vices of sin. So there are devices for the vices. I'm taking it slow so that we can understand. Let me go back again. Sin is the active consciousness of flesh, lordship over man, expressing the vices of the nature of sin through the heart and the mind of man. See that? Expressing the vices of the nature of sin through the heart and the mind of man. Now, grace is God's active consciousness in man. Carrying out the devices of the nature of God in man. Grace gives you the devices or the vices. What are these vices? The vices that root, that, feed, that sin uses for man. The vices are fear, offense, pride, rejection, entitlement, fatigue. Between these six, we often find ourselves in weak places. So the weaknesses of the believer is rooted in the six. Because all six will bring you to discontentment. All six will some will somehow bring you to discontentment. Hmm? Bring the person, or not you, sorry, bring the person. Discontentment. The Holy Spirit said something, and um, while Oni and I were just in, she he said something to us. He said, Discontentment begins when appreciation and expectation have different addresses. I repeat that. Discontentment begins when appreciation and expectation have different addresses. When your appreciation for him and your expectation of him have different addresses, you're not located at the same point. You don't mean the same thing. You don't meet at the same place. So when your appreciation and your expectation of him have different addresses, discontentment begins. These vices cause the appreciation and the expectation of man towards God to have different addresses. 
when you are afraid, when fear is your is the root of it, not when you when one is afraid, when a person is afraid, a, a person that is scared can have no appreciation. Is in no place for any form of expectation. All they see are either all they are thinking of God will punish. If they can, if if if, if you are thinking God will punish you, how can you be appreciative of him? If you are thinking that um, you are you are going to enter a season of suffering, how can you how, how can you enter it? If you are afraid of the next next thing that will happen to you, how can you expect God to do anything for you when you are because fear in its root is an expectation of destruction in some form. Yeah. Fear at its root is an expectation of destruction in some in some form. Oh, shame. Destruction, shame. Fear at its root. Because the, eh, shame is the destruction of your either either your your worth. Shame is the destruction of worth or your or image worth or image. That's yeah. what you are afraid of. My image or my worth to be destroyed before 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 a, a multitude of, multitude of people. Mm. So a destruction of some form is what is the root of fear. Destruction mm. of life, which is death. Or mm. destruction of some form is the root of fear. And if the, the destruction of your, some form is 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 what you are what the person is rooted in they have no expectations no no positive expectations of god mm. positive. no positive expectations of god offense because if someone is offended they cannot see appreciation because all you see is hurt so you have all you see is hurt all you see is how people have hurt you and you don't even see how you're hurting others all you see is how you've been hurt and all you expect is more hurt so fear offense also see how offense is also separated expectation expectation and appreciation pride when you are proud you ex you you there's no room for appreciation everything you glorify yourself how a prideful person has no room for, for appreciation. Mm. When you are rejected, you cannot appreciate anyone because you feel like you have no expectation of love. You don't see your worth in this space. You don't, so there is no expectation, there's no appreciation. When you are entitled, you cannot be appreciated because you believe it's your right. Mm. And you are full of expectation and have zero appreciation when you are tired all you want to do is rest you have no appreciation you have no expectation because you are too tired to even think in between all the six discontentment comes into the believer that puts the believer in his weakest point where he's unable to think and feel like the god that's in him this making sense people sir it's just it's making like the perfection is wild honestly how they are just all doing the same thing it's making a lot of sense keep going yourself how is it making sense they they have is how there are different vices but their results are the same 
they they you you cannot you cannot have appreciation in these vices and you cannot have expectation with this kind of vices except with you know entitlement what it is almost like expectation in the negative and the same with pride also because that means you are the one that has even on your on your own judgment of yourself you see yourself as entitled but on what basis you know and, and i think it's, it's making a lot of sense because there are a lot of experiences we have we okay at least that i have because when you're talking and you're explaining them like i tell you i see things in pictures it's like you're putting flesh to all the experiences that i've had and that have actually brought me into that place of this uh, discontentment right and yes and it, it, it not just the discontentment is not just towards god alone you also expand it first towards yourself towards everything around you and you are just hurting the time is you're unhappy sometimes flashes of suicide has, has actually flashed through my mind you know so uh it's as you're talking i can now it's like you give you're, you're giving them um flesh so if anything like such now comes around me, I have, it's easy for me to identify, okay, this is what this is, this is what this is. And um, mm. my identification will not allow its fine roots, you know, the way it was finding roots then. Come on. And that's, that's, it's easy for me to, oh, oh, that's, that's, I can actually, like, okay, that's where you are coming from. I know this is it. Okay, Father, I know how to, okay, attend it, attend to it immediately before it takes root. You know, another thing I noticed again, Mike, from what you said, you know, normally growing up, the devices of sin is ah, lost, ah, mm -hmm. uh, sex, ah, <laughs> ah stealing, mm -hmm. uh, lying, you know, mm -hmm. this, these, these are like the roots of those things. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The fruits. The roots of those. Sorry, the fruits are the lost and things that she said. Yes. So these are the, are the roots. roots yeah. 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 Yeah, so absolutely. we are addressing the nature, the the uh, the cult in itself. Yes. Mm. So true. Because fear can cause a person to lie. Mm -hmm. Offense can cause a uh, pride. All these things, rejections. Sometimes um, people are engaged in lusts. People engage in sex not because they want to, but that's 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 the only feel. form of affirmation that they can feel. Mm. That's the. Their, I mean, some, sometimes they are escape routes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And after everything, you find just give yourself some time. You are back to the same thing again. You are, mm -hmm. Just, so just a don't, trick of the circle. If you don't deal with these six, the, the believer can keep circling that same mountain mm -hmm. and believing it cannot be moved. Um, Linda, go ahead. You want to say something? um yeah um yes um so i'm struggling with fatigue mm. um it's i look at it as you need to get to that point for you to submit to god or to submit to his will or his power as in okay. you've tried every other thing within your power and you're just done with it so I'm kind of struggling with why fatigue is on this list. I can see why it's a negative thing, but at the same time, I see why it may be necessary for you to actually come to rest. 
you're you are defining exactly. coming to the end of yourself as fatigue yes that's, 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 that's not fatigue. that's not it no so that what you're talking about is coming to the end of yourself mm -hmm. okay so what is fatigue in this fatigue is extreme tiredness exhaustion exhaustion you are so exhausted that you cannot process properly mm -hmm. you are so exhausted that you just you are you, to be transparent, I mean, you know, I we are first partakers, and as you know, I use my life as the gospel. What I am most careful about for myself is fatigue. Yes. I know that most of my vices, most of the mistakes I could possibly make are when I'm fatigued. That is when I'm so tired that I'm not even able to hear the Lord properly. Mm -hmm. That's when I'm so tired that if any any little thing want to start triggering me into depression because i'm not able to hear properly so i'm able i'm, I'm not hearing the lord properly and there's always someone speaking and it is the voice of the shepherd that drowns for me that drowns the voice of every other thing and it's those times i'm not able to hear him properly i start hearing my my flesh properly because my flesh is tired and it is telling me what it needs it's telling me that okay it needs to be pleasured it's telling me that it needs to hear it it, it needs you need to watch this listen to that so I have to fight to hear. And I have to make sure that I'm checking my boundaries. Okay, okay. I'm putting my phone far from me. I'm not watching anything I'm not supposed to be watching. I'm keeping everything far from me. So I'm making sure that I am, forced, I am forcing myself to rest. That is the time that any mistake can come. That's why even Oya and I ensure that I manage myself, that I don't get to itself a place of fatigue. I move as the Holy Spirit leads. And when the Holy Spirit says, oh, see, rest, regardless of who's speaking, I'm resting. So I think that... Um, you have your mic with you? Yeah, I have my mic. Okay. Good morning, everybody. Um, Good morning. Hi, Mama. Please, eh, 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 eh. you guys should stop this Mama thing before it enters this all our body. Oh, I don't understand. The way that the, the me that you are looking at, do I look like a mama? Just you no, like please, a you don't you don't look like a mama. Like stop it before you start entering into everybody. <laughs> no mama thing. No. Mm -hmm. Please, mm -hmm. thank you so very much. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Hi. Mm -hmm. Um what I wanted what I wanted to say um to Linda's question. So if we remember if we if we can recall the, the story of Elijah. Mm -hmm. That is the perfect, I think one of the um, one of the best ways that scripture shows us the dangers of fatigue. Yeah, now, yeah. Very, very quickly recap. Now, this is Elijah that had called down fire. Mm -hmm. This is Elijah that had, you know, stood for um, restoring, right? The way the worship of God, the way that he did his death. Mm -hmm. Gone against all these many prophets of Baal. You know, called down fire was a terror to Ahab and his wife, mm -hmm. right? But he fell. He went to, to all six. Yeah. Elijah went to all six. He really did. That's why if you're calling down fire, that's oh. why Jesus said, You don't know of the spirit which you have. <laughs> because you have received the spirit of power, love, and the sound. Sound Ooh. and perfect love will cast out fear. So once you do. So anyway, but but anyway mm -hmm. so now Elijah is now in this place where he's feeling like he's the only person. No, it's just from fear. And like I, he ran away fear. Yeah. And because she said to um, Jessica was sent him a message mm -hmm. now that she be after you've done all of this, 
I'll meet you at home. I will, I will, that's that's I the equivalent care. of what Jezebel did to him. So when he did, when she did that, because first he was feeling like he was alone, that he had been doing all of this. No, no. First, the first feeling was fear that he was afraid because that she was going to kill him. Right. So he, this one that he had caught fire. This one that so he ran. Right. Was that part of that fear? Mm. Was because he felt like he was alone. Mm. In that rejection. When, no, that's not rejection. Loneliness. Where he felt like he was the only person left mm. standing for God. Mm. When he went to Mount Horeb to go and accuse, mm. what did he say? He said, I'm, I'm the, the only I'm person. I'm the only left. one. Yeah. Exactly. So when you feel like you are, this is why community mm. is, is a huge part of our faith work. Because when you feel like you are the, when, when you feel like what is happening to you is unique to just you. But do you know that the root of loneliness is the feeling that God has rejected you? Because you have, yeah. if you feel like you're alone, yeah. that means you feel, because if God is with you and he you says, feel I'm a form leave. of rejection, like God is not there, like God has left you. Has yes, that's it. At least that's how I feel. Well, I, 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 I can see that. Mm -hmm. But there's also some people who've never even heard that God is for them. Mm. So there's no framework for rejection. They've mm. never even heard that God is for them. Mr. Onobanjo, Mr. please come back on camera. I just saw your face now. Thank you so you very much. You are beholding uh, it. Hey, thank you so very much. Mm. Anybody I catch on camera today, Sarah, I used to, I saw you two minutes ago. Come back on camera. This year, I'm not green for anybody. <laughs> hey, hey. If I see you, Mr. Mr. Mike, you have, if I just see you on that oh, camera. Oh, I didn't know, know, I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know my camera is off. It's back. Ah, <laughs> hey, hey. This is the year. The year of beholding. Hey, yeah. Okay, please go on. So, that there's some people who've never even heard that God is for them. Yes. So there's no framework that they've even been rejected. Mm. But if a person feels like they are going through life alone, there's a reason why Paul takes time mm -hmm. to emphasize community, mm -hmm. takes time to remind believers that there's nothing that is happening to them that is unique to just them. The alert, you know, oh God, that your enemy, the devil, goes around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devote. Be firm in your faith. Exactly. Knowing that your fellow believers are going, going through the same suffering. Yes. So the roaring of the lion is the suffering of the believer, not a real lion roaring. And knowing <laughs> that people are all going through that same exactly. suffering. Exactly. So, so, and we can, we see this, not, not, we're not reading into the scripture. We see this from the next thing that um, Elijah says to God when he gets to Mount Because he was, he was hungry, he was fatigued, he, he was going through exactly. the 40 days. Yes. So he yes. ran. And then when he got there, God now says, oh God, stop it. I have 730 Seven. people that have never. But because he did not, he did not know what his community was. Then we now see that in that place of fatigue, that was when Elijah handed over his ministry. It was at that point, after they had that conversation, that's okay, the ministry that God has given just you was broken into three because of fatigue. So fatigue will not allow us to see properly. Fatigue will not allow us to see properly because it will keep us focused hmm. on our current situation. So we are unable to keep looking onto him who is the author and finisher of faith. Because fatigue, again, we are spirit beings having a human experience, but fatigue, first of all, it just feels like a fog. In your mind. In your mind. You cannot process, you cannot think it through. Feels, it feels relentless. It feels overwhelming. It, it just feels like, ugh, 
and so everything be, becomes the main thing yeah and there's a part where you know the person is like you are tired like you physically don't walk and you need to sleep there's that part there's also the fatigue there's a fatigue of the body there's a fatigue of the mind yes. there's a fatigue of, of the, the spirits spirit. fatigue of the heart hurt after hurt after hurt yes so you are unable to receive love or even give love anymore your heart is so hurt and fatigued and see look every when a person is is so fatigued they have no strength to fight yeah so they have no strength to stand because when you have done all you can do stand. Stand. at that at that point i gave up i just yeah, gave so up. it's like, like i didn't want to leave again so mm -hmm. So when that was how, yes, that's, yes, that I was how I feel. willing to leave because I didn't want drain to you of the zeal and will that you are supposed to have, and it is the zeal and will in you that gives you the grit, that gives you the strength to follow through with what God has asked you. To exactly, do. and again, you see it in Elijah. He asked for God to take him. So that is the perfect case study on what fatigue can do. So to your point, I mean to um, Linda, your question, mm. there is coming to the end of yourself. That's coming to a place of surrendering. Mm. But the fatigue we're discussing here is the one that comes out of a place of, am I the only person? This is too much for me. God, um, I can no longer bear this. This is like, that is that type of fatigue that we're talking about mm. versus the one of, okay, I just want like, uh, Father, take the wheel. Those are two different types of things. I hope that that um, clarifies it for you. I think Lala wants to say something that bring more clarity to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, Lala. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, no, no, Linda, go ahead. Uh, thank you very much. It does clarify, and it actually hit a lot of nerves. Um, mm. We recently just lost a cousin, a 21-year-old, mm. to suicide. So as you're talking about this and defining fatigue and this thing it's i'm just i'm just thinking of what he went through mm. and being just very lonely and all and in the in the midst of plenty so um so thank you mm. it's it's helping me to deal more with the heart i think mm. thank you mm. our sincerest um our sincerest apologies condolences not apologies condolences yeah. Lala, go ahead, please. Thank you. That's really good. So I guess my question would be, um, I have someone that's very, all those things on the list. They're in fear, they're offended, they feel rejected, and they're just tired. And they feel rejected by God. Like, why doesn't he hear me? And you know as i'm i'm like how do you minister to that how do you i don't i it's like they feel like they can't hear from god and i was at this very thing i said well you haven't slept you haven't eaten and you're focused on the situation uh, and so they're physically all those things are depleted mentally and spiritually and it's yeah how do you minister to that and, and also where do i find that in the bible i know some of the scriptures but the story was right on point and i was trying to explain that like at this time right now you're not going to be able to hear from god because like your 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 body is depleted like you can't focus on things like you can't hear so one first let's get 
you have to eat, right? You have to get some water, you have to eat some food, and you have to do your best to sleep. And um, and it, it's breaking my heart because I know that their heart is broken, and it's just it's hard to minister. And I'm like, where where do we start when we when we are experiencing that, and when we know someone that's experiencing that in the body? Hmm. That's 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 what today is about. That's what uh-huh. the whole of today is about. Hopefully, by the time we are done with today, you will know how to minister. You're equipped. Yes. You're, you're, you're equipped to minister. That's what the whole of today. Okay. Just a quick um, um, anchoring it in that Elijah story. We see, oh, you're so good to see you. I love it. You've gone off camera again. Okay, <laughs> good. To anchor it back in the um, Elijah story. Okay, I see you now. Mm-hmm. Who is that in the picture? That's a Nissan. No, this is Beverly Fumi, who joins us through another device. And she ah, also has a okay. so, It is very nice to see you. Can I see? Bev, you have to speak louder. Oh, I, uh, thank you very much. This, this very, it's been a very enlightening sermon um and it you've hit a lot of points that um i was literally just nodding the whole time like, yep yep they talk that's true that's true um i just wanted i don't know if you have the time now but if you can speak about the fear you said a few things there and i just thought oh my gosh i need to hear more about that um just fear of you know not like fear of fear of you know thinking that god is angry god is annoyed god is you know that level of yeah just the roots of that um is the question i had okay 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 if you don't mind beverly let's i just want to quickly wrap up the um last question and then we can go to yours okay that's okay thank you so much of course our pleasure so back to your question um lala if we remember what then happens in elijah's story right after he did all of that and then he complained and he had so much to say to god the next thing god said to him would be the next thing that happens in the story anyway as we're as we're told in the bible is that he's then in a cave where he literally i think he slept was it three days straight on the on the journey yes before the journey before he went back so after he had gone to mount horeb mm. then he went to rest mm-hmm. and the angels were bringing food that's on the journey. After the, the way. food, it was a 40 days, I think, if yeah. I'm mistaken. Yeah, but then the 40 days after the food. After the food. Yes. Are you talking about after Mount Horeb? Sorry, let me let me. It was, it was on the way. Don't worry. Because I remember the story. It was after he was afraid. Mm-hmm. He ran away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, 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 because here was the first issue with him. He re- mm-hmm. Thank you. We have to understand that for, for Elijah, oh, yeah. in that story, the reason why he ran is he felt alone. Yeah, yes. So the first like first King 19, the so okay, from verse one, King Ahab told Jezebel everything that Elijah did and how Elijah had killed all the prophets of Baal with his sword. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah and did like this. Amplified or what? ERV. I don't know what version this is. So she did like this to him. I have to open it then. Let me share this. Stuff. Okay, First Kings 19. Huh? 
And I actually don't know if this translates to like our non-Nigerians. Lala, do you do you do we do you do you do this? Like when you do this to somebody to say that you're you're going to show the person. No, not really. No, okay. Not all right. Let me context for all our non-Nigerians. So as, as a Nigerian, if you're having an issue with somebody and then you mm -hmm. do this, you're hmm. literally snapping your fingers at them to tell them that you're going to show them. You're going to deal with uh, them. You have it in yeah. Okay. Okay. So I guess kind of like, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, I you go. You go yeah. learn. Yes. You're going to learn today. You're going to learn today. I got this. Yeah, okay. You're going to learn today. You're going to learn all today. Mm -hmm. So Jezebel sent a message. Oh, sorry, said ERV, not the ERV. Yes. Easy to read. Okay, good. Yes. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah and did this. Wait, right? Where, where are you? Verse two. Okay, verse two. Okay. And said, I swear that by this time tomorrow, you will be just as dead as those prophets. If I don't succeed, maybe gods do the same or worse to me. When Elijah heard this, he was afraid. Yeah. But look at this. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the last person that someone said, talked about the gods and them and went against them? That was David. David and Goliath. Yeah. But David did not run. Exactly. Elijah ran. Yes. David knew he was not alone. Exactly. David knew that he, was, he cannot be rejected it's, by God. Yes. He felt like he was rejected. That's why he ran. Yes. Keep going. So he ran away to first of all save his life. Mm -hmm. So if what you are, if what is, if what you are protecting is your life, you end up losing it. And they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they did not give up their life unto death. Yes, yes. So and there's a, so that Jesus tells us, right? If you love your life, you, you will lose, lose it. <laughs> when he shows up in the Gospels, so he ran away to save his life. He took his servants with him. They went to Bethshever in Judah. Then Elijah left his servant. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm -hmm. He took his servant. Mm -hmm. Both of them worship God. But he then went to God and said, There is nobody else. Exactly. Just be Keep Elijah. Going. That's why if you are God of Elijah, send off fire. <laughs> you are setting yourself up because, hello, this is the Elijah over here. Mm -hmm. Then Elijah left his servant in Bathsheba and walked for a whole day into the desert. Then he sat down under a bush and asked to die. die. He wow. said, I have had enough, Lord. Take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. So he he didn't even he he I don't want to say he forgot or he at that in that moment fatigue caused him to forget all of these things that God had done through him just previously. Just previously, him that called down fire. You him that called down fire. Him that called down fire and consumed all the other priests. Laughed at them. He forgot. Rebuilt the altar. The vices, those vices give you the perspective that causes you to forget your identity in Christ. The God man of the believer is forgotten by the vices of sin. So he said, then he sat down under a bush and asked to die. He said, I have had enough. Lord, take my life. Then Elijah laid down under a bush and went to sleep. An angel came to him and touched him. The angel said, get up and eat. Elijah looked around. By his head, there was cake that had been baked over the coals and jar of water. So he gave him food. He gave him bread and water. Mm -hmm. He gave him bread and water. Who is the bread? Who is Who the bread? Who is the water? The bread, that's the bread of life. That's the Christ. He just the water, the bread the and the water of, of the world. My God. Yes. He ate and drank and went back to sleep. Mm 
Yes. Later, the Lord's angel came to him again, touched him and said, get up and eat. If you don't, you will not be strong enough to make the long trip. So the strength of the believer is in the bread and the water. Because he leaves me behind this, beside the still water. The, rest, the strength of the believer is in the bread and the water. Give us this day our daily bread. Yes. So he is the bread that gives you sustenance. And the bread takes you beside the living water so that your soul can be restored. So you, the soul of a believer is restored by the living water, by the spirit of God in him. Out of your belly shall flow rivers and living, of living water. And this he spoke concerning the Holy Spirit. So by the spirit mm-hmm. and by Christ, you are given the strength. So to him who is able to keep you from falling, be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Keep going. So, and to add to that, mm. I mean, in a nutshell, Lala, for the ministration that needs to happen, it is the revelation of Christ. Mm-hmm. So for the person who we, need to, who we need to minister to, it is a reminder of the revelation of Christ. And that is why it is so important that we stay with the gospel. This is why it is so important that we are, rem- that we are in gatherings where the consciousness of Christ in us as believers is what we are learning every single time. It's not six keys to success. It's not uh, six pathways to come out of fatigue. No. But a reminder that the very love of God in Christ that is revealed to us is the very source and root of our lives. So as long as we know, we believe, we embrace, we are there to, we rely on that revelation of the love of God in Christ for us. The, the root that we always have, right? The, the source that we always have is always going to be present. And that source is a solid anchor that carries us through everything life throws at us. Mm. So when something happens, it doesn't feel like rejection. It doesn't feel like, okay, uh, <laughs> this is so funny, Holy Spirit. Um, this week, I was laid off from one of my jobs this week. And it happened, and I've, I've spoken to some of you <laughs> and that. And that is not it. I'm like, oh, okay, God, you got it. Wow. I'm not like, because that was not, that is not the thing that is, that defines my life or that is the worth of my life. Like, it was just a, oh, okay, God, you are working it out. You are my father. You got us. Like, I know that you have, you're working something else out. So it's what happened to me is not defining how I'm showing up. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. we weren't talking about this, I probably would never have shared it. Mm. And the the would I say the converse of that would then now be for me to now say, ah, Father, after all of the work that we have been doing, mm-hmm. after we have been laboring in the vineyard, after we've been this, after we've been that, and then because that's the corollary, right? Hey, well, like God, you're a minister. Like that is now, ah, God, can you imagine? You could not, you know, then I'm not going to God. I'm now saying, yo, you could not remove me. You could not hide me. You No. Because the love of God that I believe mm-hmm. and that I am securely grounded on mm. has assured me that my father is not a reckless father. So if he's allowing it to happen, there is something on the other side of that. Mm. And be, so it is not, again, the job is not the source. 
the job is not a sustenance, the job is not the root, but the love of God in Christ that is tangible to me. So when I say God is good, I'm not saying God is good just because God is good. I'm saying God is good because God is good to me. You have experiential knowledge yes. of his goodness. Yes. So it, it does not matter that as long as the earth is the Lord's and all of its fullness and my father is still in charge, uh -uh, I'll be fine. Can we add mm -hmm. that even the, with the way they decided to do everything, how the, the way the, even the dismissal, it's cost them more. It's almost like if every, the whole process in itself with the testimony. That for another time. Yeah, well, for, for another time. yeah. So regardless of that, there was still the miraculous hand, the miraculous provision hand, the provisioning hand of God was still made manifest you saw expect it, so it, it made you because even in the way they handle things it be, you became an exception to their rule exactly. they broke rule yeah and it was like all the things that i had said okay god oh, these are the things that i would, would like to do you know as a family da, 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 all of the conversations that Osi and i have had this did not, did did not affect it. or shift anything all because again the love of god that we are confident in that and it's not that we fully that we've understood completely the love of god no. but just the little that we know of the love of god we are moving mountains because he said a little revelation of christ, christ. a little that and you can then say to the mountain move to the sea and it's gonna be me wow. so the most seed of the revelation of faith mm -hmm. himself has caused us to be able to cause mountains in our life to be thrown into the sea and I can testify of this because there have been other situations in the past that have happened, and I know the way that I reacted. Mm. Like, I know the way that I reacted, but this revelation of the love of God that's the solution for all of the things that we're talking about in a nutshell. So, now let's expand on it and break it up. Should we keep reading Elijah? We can just keep and we will go back. So, Lord's angel came to him and touched him and said, Go get up and eat. If you don't, you will, not, you will not be strong enough to make So, Elijah, I don't like the way that you used to read it. So, Elijah got no, up. No, 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 no. Okay. So, Elijah got up. Mm -hmm. He ate and drank and felt, felt strong. strong. Say that again. He, he ate, ate from the bread of life. I mean, for us believers, mm. he drank. From the living water mm -hmm. and he fell strong. strong then elijah walked for 40 days, 40 days to mount on Horeb. the strength of that on the strength of that yes the mountain of god there elijah went into a cave and mm. spent the night then the lord said to him elijah, elijah why wow. are you here i said no ask you to come here <laughs> did see that in the bible yo Elijah answered, Oshie, Lord, Lord God, all powerful. powerful. Mm -hmm. I have, Oshie, listen to what he said, you know, I have always served you the best I can. But the Israelites have broken their agreements with you. Hold on before you go forward. Mm -hmm. I want you to see the irony that he went to the place with the servants where they received the law. So he mm -hmm. went to that Mount Horeb, that same place where Moses received the law, mm -hmm. upon that mount. He has gone there to accuse the same people in the same place they got the law from. But it's the same mountain. In the same mount that he went. The same place they got the law from. So he, in the devices, made him the accuser rather than, rather than the intercessor for the believers. Hmm. 
So perspective, mm. the perspective of the vices will eventually make the person the image of the enemy. So he came there, mm -hmm. almost like coming to court to accuse people. So he came to the place that they received the law mm -hmm. to accuse them of how they have violated the law. Mm -hmm. So if you are talking from the office of the prophets, yeah, uh, uh, he was supposed to be the mouth of God to the people, not the accuser of the people to God. Yep. So if all you are doing is reminding people of their evil before God, you have joined the accuser, you have joined the accuser of the brethren. Anyway, moving on. But the Israelites have broken the arrangements with you, the agreements with you. They destroyed your altars and killed your prophets. I'm the only prophet left alive, and now they're trying to kill me. Did he forget mm. that God told him these things when he was sending him to go and do his assignment? Right. He told him what the Israelites were doing. Mm -hmm. Told him. So he's telling he God. God of his word, you know now. Okay. <laughs> you remind God of his word. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then the Lord said to Elijah, go stand in front of me on the mountain. I, the Lord, will pass by you. Then a very strong wind blew. The wind caused the mountains to break apart. It broke large rocks in front of the Lord. But that wind was not the Lord. After that wind, there was an earthquake. But that earthquake was not the Lord. After the earthquake, there was a fire. On fire, fire. Mm. But that fire was not what? Was no, not the Lord. Lord. After the fire, there was a quiet, gentle voice. That's all the dramatics. When Elijah heard the voice, he used his coat to cover his face and went to the entrance to the cave and stood there. Then a voice said to him, Elijah, why are you here? So hold on. Mm -hmm. Two people that encountered God on this same mountain, upon that mount, he responded to both of them and said to the disciples, this is, see, when, when transfiguration was Jesus responding to the two of them that when met him on that same mountain, to prove that we should no longer be listening to them, we should be listening to him. Yes. Elijah said, Lord God, all powerful, I have served, I have always served you the best that I can. But the Israelites broke their agreement with you. They destroyed your altars and killed your prophets. I'm the only prophet left alive, and now they are trying to kill me. Oh my God. It was not them that was trying to kill him. It, it was, was Jezebel. It was Jezebel. Mm -hmm. So he had forgotten. He was no longer seen. Yeah, it was no longer hearing. So, see, perspective the devices of the enemy, the devices of sin, causes us to, to, to narrate or misnarrate or improperly narrate history. Can't you can't see properly. So, another name for devices is perspective because vision is how God sees, perspective is how you see. So, these vices cause, um, cause people to start seeing the past seeing the present, seeing the future from their weaknesses and from the misunderstood cleft of the rock that they are sitting. Mm. The Lord said, go back, take the road. Listen to this, or look at this, brother. Take the road that leads to the desert around Damascus. Mm -hmm. Go into Damascus and anoint Hazael as king over Aram. Then anoint Jehu son of Nimshi, as king over Israel. Next, anoint Elisha, Elisha. son of Shaphat, Jebel Mehola. He will be the prophet who takes your place. They just removed, they fired him instantly. 
what is also interesting is God meant son in the way to give his God meant, yeah. Yeah. Jehu will kill anyone who escapes as a hell sword, sword, and Elisha will kill anyone who escapes from Jehu's sword. I still have several thousand people in Israel who have never bowed down to Baal or kissed that idol. You see what he, what he anointed? They said, because he, three people were, were, were created uh -huh. priest, king, prophet. And everything that Elijah was serving us in those three points, he removed it from him. Perspective shifts you away. Perspective, these vices, aka perspective, shift the believer. You know what I just remembered? Yes. Or what Holy Spirit just brought to me? When Jesus was on the cross, mm -hmm. which would have been the peak of, of fatigue, fatigue for anybody, mm -hmm. what did he say? I thirst. I thirst. He thirsts so that we can drink. My God. And what, what did they bring to him when he, when he was thirsty? When they say he was thirsty? Sour wine. What's the name of that thing that they carried up? Uh, yes, they carried the hyssop. The hyssop that's used for purification. The hyssop that's used for consecration. They carried it up. And upon the consecration, they consecrated him with sour wine. So he, in his fatigue, was still lucid enough to fulfill what God had done, what God required of him. That is the only being who overcomes in the flesh every every all the vices of sin. That's why it is only in him that we can overcome. Come on. It's not, it's not be, there's no behavioral modification. There's no again not saying that therapy does not work don't saying that you know medical assistance does not you know help in some of these things but the true freedom that the revelation of the love of god in christ brings hmm. is unlike no other. yeah i feel like we take a lot of time on vices yeah but i think it's, it's important because these are all of the things that a lot of us as a lot of believers have struggles through that makes it seem like our like that makes it that makes it seem like we have not been saved to the uttermost. Mm -hmm. These are the things that make it seem like our salvation still needs something. These are the things that make it seem like the work of salvation that Christ said was finished is actually not finished. So the more we can go into some of these things, like really understand when things are happening to us, we can, like with the help of the Holy Spirit, walk through, like in this moment, what, what is making me feel the way that I feel? So for, um, in the case of, for example, fear, for example, right? What, what am I afraid of? What am I like being able to come to that place of really, will I say, looking at these things or understanding what the strongholds are, and then by the help of the Holy Spirit overcoming them? So, what am I fear, for example? Is it the fear that I will be alone for the rest of my life? Or maybe somebody who's experiencing a delay in their marriage, you know, getting married. Is it a fear that I will be alone for the rest of my life? Is it a fear that I would not find somebody to do life with? Is it the fear that 
I will not find like I will not have my own, if that makes sense. And when we can identify these things, then it is easier for us to then go through scripture and then counter that lie, that explanation, that reason with the word of God and ground ourselves in that truth. If it is offense, what is the thing that's causing me to be offended? Is this because this is a, this is a trauma, traumatic response or something that um, triggers something from my childhood? Did something happen to me that I, I vowed my heart that I, like, I would never take this or I don't want to be seen as a pushover? I don't want to be seen as somebody who cannot stand up. Like, it's a lot of different things that, that come up. But then when we remember that, again, the fruit of what the fruits of the spirit are, we understand which what is a fruit of the flesh versus what is a fruit of the spirit. And that way, with the word of God, we can combat everything that we need is in the word of God. See, we have the vices and we have the vices. What are the vices? Mm -hmm. The vices is what grace gives. How to counter how to counter devices see we have devices and you have the vices mm -hmm. so what are the devices is everything god calls himself mm -hmm. if you know that god is good yep you cannot be offended yep because it's not i don't need to fight for myself god is good and regardless of the situation regardless of what anybody is doing i don't have to sit down in any form of rejection any form of fear because i feel like God will be good to me. Mm -hmm. Second one is God is love. If I know God is love, true love casts out all fear. Mm -hmm. I've given up this perfect love casts out all fear. I've given a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and that love brings me to a sound mind. Mm -hmm. So when I know that I am loved, I have nothing to fear. Because in the absence of love, there's the presence of fear. Because if I know that my father loves me, mm -hmm. so I'm not thinking of being punished by him. Mm. He loves me. So because you see, growing up, a lot of times when when Punishment came. Is it came with a form of separation? So you are isolated in a place. You are locked up in a room. Yes, you are. You are. You are. Something was taken away from you as a form of punishment. But he's saying that he will take nothing away from you. Not no good thing shall he withhold from you, and that is part of the functions of his love. So God is not angry with you. Beverly, to your question, God is not angry with you. God is not um you, God is not angry with you. He's a father that loves you. He's not you have not you have not offended him, so he's not holding offense because everything that could have been punished, you could have taken punishment for, he punished Christ for. Come on. It pleased him to bruise and punish Christ for everything that he could have punished you for. Yeah. It pleased him because he's like a father. Something's about, about to burn his child. The father jumps and runs and catches the child. That thing burns him. But he, he pleased him to be burned by it so that his child can be secure. Safe so safe from it. So he pleased him to bruise Christ so that you will not receive the punishment for it. Mm. So he's not angry with you because when he looks at you, he sees Christ. He's not so and remember, Christ is his beloved son in whom he's well pleased. Absolutely. So by Christ in you, you are a beloved son in whom he's well pleased. So he's well pleased with you. So the assignment of the believer is that by believing in Christ, he has received the well-pleasing nature of Christ. That is why even the Holy Spirit in us 
who works out the finished work causes us to will and to do for the good pleasure so not just pleasure there's also a good there's pleasure and there's good pleasure mm. by christ you are pleasurable by the holy spirit you are the good pleasure no. so yeah and again that's the importance of knowing what the finished work of christ really means for the believer mm. because if we if we maintain a servant mentality that mm. keeps us separate right when christ says that as he is when he's when he after, um, after his resurrection when he appeared um to uh, when mary magdalene saw him and she was going to touch him and she said not yet i am going to my father my father your father so my god my and god your, and your god so at that point in time he democratized that access he made it so that we we are we are one in god that we are one with god and one in god when when romans talks about we as believers have been grafted into the family of god we are not stepchildren we have been grafted into the family of god and we have the spirit of god inside of us bearing witness of our adoption crying out our father so if we when we understand the context and i think some people might have heard us say this before when we understand the context of the jewish culture and the weight of adoption in the jewish culture he allows us to understand and it's begin to understand i should say the magnanimity of god's love towards us because in the jewish culture if you adopt a child you can never say to that child that that child is no longer yours you can you can you can cancel your own child you can cancel your own child but you cannot cancel a child that you adopt in the jewish tradition and we also see with the prodigal son because we say the prodigal son was the one that wasted his father's resources but with all of that said the father was waiting a father mm. Not that, not that the son was in the house and then the servant came to come and say, oh, um, Ogao, oh, um, master, your son has arrived. He now rose up, you know, in all of his, you know, glory. glory. No, no, no. He said while he was a long way off, meaning that the father was waiting with anticipation mm -hmm. and expectation that his son will return home. You know that for him to have, for the son to have gone through that struggle, the son must have looked like a slave or looked like a beggar. Yes. from a distance but for you to still recognize your son when he still mm. looks like suffering that means you were waiting anticipating imagining what he would have gone through imagining what he would look like so you have you have a frame of reference and an expectation still still welcome him regardless yes and it also to show that the father this the image of his son that left never left his eyes mm. so even when he saw who was returning the image of the son that left his house never never left his eyes. So when the son came, he embraced his son. And raised him back to that image, conforming him back to the image of the son. Yes. That left. So not when he was like, Father, just make me a don't worry, just stop it over there. Please bring his robe, bring his ring, bring everything back. So to the point of again, because a lot of us we think about this in the context of our imperfect earthly parents. Where, oh, we sent you to school. You went to go and do X, Y, Z. 
he sent you to do this you did something else uh, get out of our house we never want to see you again we never want to speak to you again you are in fact, you I, have, I disown you, I disown you. And how i wish i never gave that to you you are a kinikok you're a mistake we think that that is how god thinks but no there's a reason why scripture says that it is the only good father the only perfect parent to every child on the surface of the yeah. earth so the things that our earthly parents did has, is not a reflection of the heavenly, heavenly father's posture towards his children. Yeah. Even before um, Christ died in the physical, right? yes, the lamb, the lamb was slain even before the foundations of the world were laid. Cain, the original murderer in the Bible, mm -hmm. when God was saying, okay, uh, we're casting you out, you will wonder, you will this, you will that. Cain was like, I beg, stop it. This punishment that you are putting on me is too much. Because did not stay because you said that. I'm going to you know, I'm going to send you, I'm going to thunder, will scatter you. That's not what God said. God said, Okay, I will put a mark on you. So if anybody touches you, yeah. and this game came, still ended up building cities. A man that was quote and unquote cursed by God. Building cities, still Having building a, cities, a powerful bloodline. Nimrod came out of his bloodline, the one that was greatest hunter ever. That's a curse. So and we, we are no longer the curse because cursed is anyone that's, that hangs on a tree. And Christ was made a curse for us. So now imagine if that is what God's curses look like. Please, his what blessings, does blessings look like. So the lie of the enemy is to cause us to look at our relationship with the Heavenly Father through the perspective <laughs> of our earthly parents. Yeah. And that could not yeah. be further from the truth because the nature yeah. of God is love and that love is good the nature of typical ethnic parents is correction not love yes the nature of god is love yes love brings you to truth truth will eventually bring you in the right direction so the nature of most parents most earthly parents is behavioral modification. modification but the nature of god in love is mindset transformation because the transformed mind the transformed mind will eventually cause once your mind is transformed you will you will make conscious decisions in accordance with that transformation and conscious decisions over time is what we refer to as character yeah so the transformed mind will cause first informed decision an informed decision is a reformed character yes Amen. devices one right does that answer your question beverly too much. Too much. It answers every question. Say again. Just too much. It answers every question. Glory to God. So, divide him. Sorry, you're saying something. Go ahead. Bev, what did you uh -huh. say? No, I was saying that it's too much. It's, I think, um, uh, I can't even go into it today, but it's, 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 it's amazing. Amen. 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 Um, so, it's um, you know, you know, the word of God. It just has a way of healing, and there's a lot of um, hurt that has been there that causes different things to happen. Where you just feel like, oh, you're always at the place of God is angry, or God doesn't, you know, like me, or and it's it's lies because you know there's certain things that I remember that you know I when. I just remember that, you know, God just revealing things to me and stuff. But as soon as I got to that place of fear, I just stopped almost like, 
almost like trusting that he cares, which he does, but is there's a pain, there's a hurt there that almost like, God, why have I been allowed to go through this hurt and pain? So because of that, it just, I don't know, I, I couldn't hear very well. It's just, a, there's a lot, there was a lot of hurt that I know that God is working, is just dispelling. And even as you guys yeah. are talking, it's literally just healing those, those areas. And, you know, you're just like, wow. So thank you. Yeah. Amen. Amen. The entrance of the word brings, brings light. light. Yeah. And light. Simple. So the interesting thing about light is even in like medical science, light is used to heal. To cauterize the wound. So if you're if a person is wounded uh, and is exposed yeah. to light, it cauterizes the wound. The wound. And it causes healing to take place. So the entrance of the word, the, now, <laughs> let's be specific. The entrance of the word, meaning the entrance of the revelation of Christ. Oh my God. I stand at the door of your heart. Knocking. The entrance of that word is what brings light, exposes the darkness, heals mm. the wound, and causes healing to take place. So yeah. yes, yeah, and I thank you so much for sharing because again, when people are coming from some of our other traditions in the Christian faith, mm-hmm. it can be hard to see how the how the gospel works because you know there is like this fire, is is dramatics, is all of these things, but it is in the revelation the the revelation of Christ that healing is happening because the gospel knows what to do. God knows how to form and shape and mold every word that is is that is the revelation of Christ to go to reach the depths of what people need. Mm. And that is the work of the minister. It mm. is to excavate that word so that the light shines brightly in the hearts mm. of people and that healing is revealed. Mm. That people can come back to their understanding, they are embracing, they are relying on, they are daring to that which God says that they are. It is not to remind people of their sins. It's not to remind people of condemnation or destruction or to coach them into living lives. No, it is to tell them who their father is, who they are as sons, and then the spirit of God just the rest of it. It is important to note yes. that God is not a, is not a wicked father. Absolutely not. Nor is he an abusive boyfriend. No. He's not a wicked father that would that would that would break you down for your mistakes. Absolutely not. He's not a wicked father that will call you out of your name for your decisions. Mm-mm. He's not a wicked father that would insult you when you misstep. He's not a wicked father. That would describe you any as anything other than from himself. Even when the Israelites sin, he would tell them, "Have I not done this for you? Have I not brought you out of this? Have you not gone through this? Have you not seen this?" So he defined them from everything he has made them to be, not what they were doing. Yes. So he's not a wicked father that defines you out of himself. He's not a he's not an abusive boyfriend that uses love to manipulate you, put you in a prison. Then one day, in one moment, when you are when you, He's not, he, in fact, he wants you to be one with him. 
right. that everything he is, you are. Yeah. That when when you are shining, you know, let your light shine before all men that they may see you and give glory. He's glorified in your shining. Come on. He wants you to look beautiful outside. Come on. So as you are shining outside, ah, your father has done work. Look at your father looking out. Look at ah, this person has a boy, a boyfriend and all. He's yeah. not ashamed of you shining. He's not, he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not too great that he, he, he wants it to be all about him. No, he's fine. Share my glory. But just make sure that was, as you are said, let them know that I sent you. Let yeah. them know that I am with you. Yes. Let them know I am for you. Yes. And let them know that I can do the same thing for them. That's all mm. he cares about. Mm. Um, let them know. You, they are also my children as you are. Mm -hmm. And if I can do this for you, I can do that for them. Absolutely. I don't care that you look good. Go outside and shine. Let them, your shining glorifies me. Absolutely. Your beauty, dress well. You don't have to squeeze face. And that's why even say, if you decide to fast, if you, if you decide that that's what you want to do for yourself, and so that they don't think that I am punishing you, please put oil on your face. Please dress well, so that they don't think that in, in, my, in your fasting that I am, I am is a punishment of, from your intimacy with me. In this is Old Testament, you're talking to them. So he wanted people to look like the, the the intimacy with him was pleasurable yes and that the love is agreeable to them intimacy pleasurable love agreeable because he understood one thing he understood one thing infidelity begins when peace and rest have two different addresses come on infidelity begins when peace and rest have two different addresses if the place where you find peace and the place where you find rest have two different addresses infidelity begins so he wanted to make sure that the place where the believer found peace and the place where the believer found rest was in him Come so that becomes the testimony of the believer because both rest and peace are found in him my god the work was truly profound this making sense this making sense okay so we're almost at time <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> and we did not even get get to half of what we are you uh, joking these are only two slides wow. <laughs> wow. and I, I knew it uh, i knew this morning saturdays are for discussion the way he woke me up this morning i wow. knew that it was witty conversation Ellen said yeah. saturdays are for discussion look at Ellen. Let me show you Ellen. sorry Oh, sorry, I was unmuted. Hi, <laughs> You're so like, you're looking so anyways. Um, we had a meeting to... in church. Thank you. <laughs> I need to be calling you so we can just, anyways. Continue. Sorry, sorry. Old mm -hmm. So, devices. Mm -hmm. Everything God calls himself. God calls himself good. You have received the goodness of God. God calls himself love. You if you, if you have received the love of god god calls himself one so you are one with him god calls himself just so in just the in the just of god you are in the justice in the justness of god you are right and one with him because righteous or righteousness means right and one with god so in his justice he has made you right and one with him always justified so now before god you are always justified so punishment is not your discussion because you are right and one with him so be holy as god is holy so what does holy mean set apart so since he's set apart he set you apart unto himself mm. so you are set apart in god for god god is come on say that again you are set apart in god mm -hmm. for god my god 
So you cannot be rejected by someone who has set you apart for himself. You cannot be rejected by someone who has made you one with himself. Oh my God. You cannot be rejected by someone who has called, who has said that he loves you. Mm. His love is not bipolar. Yes. His love is not confused. His love is not bipolar. His love is not confused. Mm -hmm. Because again, let's remember, God is all-knowing. God is all-seeing. God is all-powerful. So when he looked, he, ex he examined the past, examined the present, examined the future in this eternity that we are in and decided that what you will do, I know. What you have done, I know. What you are doing, I still know. And despite all of this, I choose you. I choose you. Please. Let's, let's take a second to let that sink in. Despite all of this, I choose you. So my choosing is not predicated on your ability to keep arbitrary laws and regulations. I choose to be faithful. My choosing is not predicated on your perfection. Mm. Because I know what you will do. I know what you are doing. I know what you have done, but I still see all of that and I've chosen that it will be you. So regardless of whether you, it was one person that was on earth or the many billions of us that, that is on earth right now, Jesus still, all of it, plus the... If you were the only one alive. He would have died. Because you are that worthy. He ascribes that much worth to you. So it's not a, okay, I will die if they will accept me as their Lord and Savior. I will die if they will go to church every Sunday. I will die if, you know, they, 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 you know they're never angry. I will die if they never um, reject, if they never um, doubt my love. It wasn't that. It was all of it. The entire spectrum says we do not have a high priest who does not know what it means to be human. So, but the people who say, oh, but um, um, God, why did he do, why did he create us like this? Why did he, this? God did not put, <laughs> he did not put the punishment of wrath on anybody else, but on himself. That's, 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 you know, you know that, that what is believed, trust in, rely on, adhere to. Yes. So he trusted in himself. Come on. Sent himself down. Yeah. He adhered to himself. Relied he, on himself. He relied on himself. To, so that we, he can trust in man. Because himself is now a man. Come on. He can rely on man to, to be an image of himself. And he can adhere to man. So he trusted in himself. Yeah. Relied on himself. Yeah. Adhered to himself. Sent himself down. This himself yeah. to now do the work. And while men were sinners, himself came and died. That, he, that himself in us caused him to not be able to trust in man. Because he's now trusted in, in the Lord in the man. Exactly. He cannot rely on man because the, the man has not been conformed to his image. And everyone that sees man sees himself. He cannot adhere. He cannot, he cannot adhere. One with, one with man. So all this. So he does not demand for belief he has, if he has not first given it. He doesn't demand for what is never supplied. Not just supplied, what he has not first shown. Yeah. He shows it, he supplies it before he demands it. Mm -hmm. Merciful. The root of offense 
is, is the belief in two things. God will not be just. God will not be good. Yeah. You are offended because you believe God will not be just. God will not be good. So I should carry out my justness. I should my carry justice. out my own justice so that I will carry out my own justice and I will, not, I will not show mercy. But you who have obtained mercy, come on. why have you forgotten how you have been forgiven? Why are you being a hypocrite? Mm. Have you forgotten that in the same measure that you judge, that we shake down, pressing and running over? I know they use that for, uh, for offering. It's not for offering. It's not for offering. I think it's actually place people know this. <laughs> Shake down and running over. That's now we know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it has nothing to do with offering currency. Mm -hmm. So, if you understand that, why are you so focused rather than trusting in that your father is good, he will be good to you. Exactly. Your father is just, he will fight. So stand still and hold your peace. Vengeance is his. And since you are his, he will repay for anyone that stands or does anything against you. Rest in the love of God. Mm -hmm. I will end with, because uh, I know we are, we are way over time. See, the victory of grace is ma made manifest. Mm. There was scripture before this. Ah, what scripture are you looking for? You, you moved it around. So sorry. It, I keep flipping now. You get the scripture. Okay, um, let me start with this. Which one did you? Just keep going. You'll find out. No, no, no I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just. Okay. Uh, Okay. It's important for us. One of the reasons why we receive declarations is that when we hear all these things, once we are seeing all these things, it's important for us to remember by decreeing them. We are, you have heard all the things we have taught today. The first assignment, the place because he leads me beside the still waters and restore mm -hmm. my soul. Restoration of the soul of the believer starts with the word. Come on. The restoration, restoration of, of the soul of the believer starts with the word. My God. It is the word that restores your soul. Because mm. see, sin is crouching at the door. It's crouching at the door of your heart. It is his desire to master you. But Christ said, I am at the door of your heart knocking. One of them is crouching. The other one is knocking. Who are you going to receive? One is coming through the corner. One is coming with his full chest. Who are you going to receive? Mm. The victory of grace is made manifest in our proclamation. What are you proclaiming? Mm. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Our proclamation of Christ is the condemnation of the enemy. My God. Our proclamation of Christ is the condemnation of the enemy. So the more you proclaim Christ mm. out of your mouth, the more you proclaim Christ out of your lips, the more you do your declarations, the more you say all these things that God has said about you, you are putting the enemy in a place of condemnation. You are condemning him because you are affirming the Christ that you have received. Because the plea of the believer is saved, son, one. So where does he, the plea of the believer is what? The blood. In the blood, you are saved. By the blood, you are son. By the blood, you are one. So the plea of the believer is saved, son, and one every time you plead the blood. And so if the accuser wants to accuse you, you are, this one is saved. Mm. The accuser wants to, wants to separate you. This one is son. Mm. This one is one. Saved. Son. One. Now that you know these things, proclaim it. Mm. You have to hear yourself say it sometimes before you can actually believe it. Absolutely. Say it. 
It's a proclamation because your proclamation is a condemnation of the enemy. Because this is a battle of the mind. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not. Yeah, we'll get to that on Monday, obviously. We cannot get because that's what we're going to. A lot of these things that we are dealing with is first the mind. So you win the battle in the mind before you can win the battle on the flesh. Because it is what the mind decides, or and is what mind this this decides what the heart desires that it eventually defines what the flesh receives the flesh responds to the desires of the heart the desires of the heart and the descriptions of the mind the flesh responds to the desires of the heart and the descriptions of the mind if someone says ah this guy's an idiot and look at the person ah this guy doesn't know what he's talking about he's not talking to me your mind has described what he said so you, you are, your flesh is not going to respond. If this guy says, if someone else says, ah, oh, this guy's an idiot, he just called me an idiot. Ha, huh? am I an idiot? Who is this guy? Huh? Where does he come from? Where, how did he form? What's his problem? What is, how did he form? Once your mind starts interpreting, your flesh starts responding, okay, I need to punch him. I think he deserves a good slap. Maybe it's a resounding slap will reset his mind. Maybe uh, let his mind be in you as it's easy, my slap. <laughs> so, your 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 mind has responded or someone says ah um this girl is such a such a use the h word uh, calls the person a slow and, and you, you say ah, my desire is in christ whatever you want to call me you are calling me by my past i don't know who I'm you're dead. dead i'm dead to the world i'm alive in christ my new i have wronged no man i have wronged no man exactly mm. exactly so if all the desire so now your flesh cannot act out our flesh saying no 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 i think you are in a situation you must you should i feel like you should masturbate and you say ah, my pleasure is in christ mm. the lord pleasures me alone i find my satisfaction in him my body responds to only the i desire what god desires for the same reason that he desires i will not be tempted by this man i will not be tempted by this situation i rest in the love of god so your desire has now spoken to this is how we speak is how we correct and this mm, is how your we... desire has now been spoken to yes my god your, des your desire has now been spoken, spoken to because i think sometimes we feel like our desires cannot be spoken to no because in those situations in the mm. moment where our, our desires are at the highest we feel powerless we feel like we are being overwhelmed by by a, a waterfall by overwhelmed by a sea where we have to please or respond to that whatever that desire is but the Lord is telling us mm. that there is a spirit of power mm. that overcomes that power. Mm. And that spirit of power is assured in the love of God to pro produce a sound mind. Amplify says moral com com courage, moral confidence, or moral courage. What is moral co courage? That discipline that people are looking for is found in the sound mind that the spirit provides. That's why it says we who have received the righteousness of God plead the blood and proclaim his righteousness thereby casting all accusations in the plea and reversing all the condemnation now proclamation shall i go ahead ah uh, thank you so much Rossi, because as soon as you said that how we respond to these desires with the word of god it reminded me of what the husband was telling me because when it comes to this desire sometimes maybe sexual because of age and things like that marriage doesn't fix it come on it is still this word of god that can still fix the desire mm -hmm. and exactly. what situation you are in and that was so the, this just you know that just brought it to light for me 
because the solution is constant mm. regardless of your transformation and your journey in your season and your journey of life wow thank you absolutely so the, what is interesting because you brought up this subject of marriage and i know some of us are married some of us are in our in our season of singleness some of us are you know on our way what if a person has uncontrolled desires mm -hmm. sexually mm. the only thing that marriage so the, the um <laughs> uncontrolled sexual desires is two things there's the there, there's a variety so there's there's the will i say the problem of variety mm -hmm. and there's the problem of frequency mm -hmm. what does it what does variety mean you want to you know you have several partners that's variety frequency is the amount of time it is it happens mm -hmm. right what marriage can at best solve for you is frequency is frequency and that frequency self can be causing problems when it is not aligned that's over for another day but it still does not resolve the issue of variety. Mm -hmm. So this is why somebody will say, oh, we have been eating, um, I've been eating a bowl of soup for too much. Exactly. Now I want to eat uh, egusi soup. I've been eating pasta. fried chicken, you know, too much. Now I want to experiment with like Thai food or something. Lamb. Yes. That's the problem of variety. So if, all, if the root of contentment or the root of discontentment is not dealt with, which is again pulling down these strongholds with the word of God, that same feeling of not being satisfied will still show mm. up even in marriage. So it's better to deal with it if, well, if, if the person is in, there's, there's hope. If the person is not quite there, you know, please. The word of God is the only solution, um, Yosala, to your point mm. of every malady that ails man. Beverly, go ahead. So I was going to say, so is that the reason why you find, like, I don't know, a spouse, or men or female, or the wife cheating? Because there's, because I, I always just wonder that if someone's married, surely that sexual desire is being fed, you know, so. You know, obviously, I don't know because I'm not married, so it's not for me to judge anybody. But you just—I just used to wonder. So, if you're getting it at home, why? What would now cause the person to go outside? But you've just answered it in terms of there's that thing, or or maybe it's they're feeling like they want something else, or they're bored, or whatever, um, which will cause them to go outside and do that. Um, and exactly. they don't have yes. to them to just right. Okay until a person comes to a place of complete satisfaction in god nothing else will do it is god because again god is in all the details right and god the part of the goodness and the love of god is that this thing that he has created because he was the author of sex right this thing that he has created, it is his desire for his children to enjoy it within the bounds of marriage. So knowing that the journey of a marriage, you know, for some, uh, is depending on when a person gets married, you, you could literally be doing this act with a person for 30, 40, 50 years, if it's that long. Now, and I, I say this, the actual motion, is just one motion it is in and out 
That's it. That's the whole motion. Now, but in the wisdom of the spirit, he can then unlock additional layers if, as the intimacy between a man and his wife grows. So even though it is the same person, that be the same persons and the same motion and the same motion, the there spirit, is locomotion of the spirit. That's the, the one that your voice will be loud in. But the spirit of God can make it so that every interaction that you can continue to look forward to it, even after you have been doing it with the one person for however long, however often. But that's because the roots of the satisfaction, don't, don't, we are in public. The spice of the spirit mm -hmm. is the pleasure of life. Come on. The spice of the spirit is the pleasure of life. So if you find spice anywhere else, your food will eventually be, be, be so tasteless that you want to eat more to get satisfaction. That's it right there. And Ilse said something. Adam rested in God. Mm -hmm. Eve walked with God. Come on. To walk with a person, you are at peace with them. You agree with them. To sleep, to, to rest. So Adam was at rest in God. Mm -hmm. She was peaceable and in agreement with God. So in their rest and peace, because rest and peace had a location, it was in God. Come on. So infidelity begins when rest and peace have two different addresses. So rest and peace for the believer must be in Christ. When the two, the address of rest and the address of peace are located at different places, you will be going to those different places to find the rest and peace. And so people can be married and not be one. Come on. Oneness is not when you get married there. Oneness begins when you are both in Christ, even before you get to the altar. Come on. My God. So people have to learn oneness, oneness before they, they put a ring on it. The ring on it is the celebration of the oneness you have received, not the, not the beginning of oneness. It is celebration of one. So you are one in the one, celebrating the one before men. So it is not the before men that people are now celebrating. No, 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 no. See, marriage itself was two people coming before God and are vying themselves to who? Coming before God and are vying themselves to him. So the avow has begun a long time. And sex is a, is a, physical, celebra mm -hmm. is a physical celebration of the spiritual union that you have done with God. And so two people must first be one. Peace and rest in that place they must have the same address whenever the addresses are different people will be going to different locations to so meet different things and placate that that peace and rest so if the root of infidelity is when peace and address and peace and rest have two different addresses so the person would never be satisfied or satiated in one place they would always be looking for peace here mm -hmm. and when rest is absent rest there when peace is absent mm -hmm. and, the, and the funny thing about this is unless you are with the person who god has called to be with you and the person is also in in christ both of you will always continue to look for peace and rest at different addresses my god so uh, it's not a question and i was gonna say that this is why a lot of like marriages right now don't last the generation that we're in now i think a lot of people just really don't understand this it's more about i mean i've had ladies literally be like oh we're in the wife's club and i was like mm, is that like what this whole thing is about it's like who has the biggest wedding where do you have your wedding how is it done 
those kind of things. And it's become more of a, a showing off thing. And, you know, the back in the day, they used to say, ah, it's not about the weddings, about the marriage, but it's become like a, a real pandemic right now because there's so pandemic. many, there are younger people who are married for four months and the husband steps out. And I'm like, but you knew this before you, you knew this before you walked into a marriage with him. And if you didn't know this, then you shouldn't have gotten married in the first place. You should have been able to like really take your time and see all the signs, but also align spiritually. And a lot of people, they don't even know themselves in Christ before they find a partner and then align with them. And so what you're saying is like hitting the nail on the head. It's far more. There are things that you cannot solve just because you got married, right? Mm. Just because you think you're someone who enjoys sex and, and now I'm going to have a wife who I can have sex with every single day. It's not going to be satisfactory for you because you're, you're not even, it's not even about the person that you're with or the bond that you guys have. You're just looking at the transaction of it all and you're eventually you're going to get sick of it. Basically, a lot of people need therapy before they enter marriage and they need God. But unfortunately, we're in a situation where it's become it's become really scarce. And I see so many young marriages failing. Marriages are not what they used to be anymore. And it's really unfortunate. I, I know we have to close. So I'll close with this. We'll close and we can continue. We, can, we can continue discussing. We can have the official family meeting after. So I would say this. Marriage is not a robe of affirmation for anyone not we have received the robe of righteousness for christ from christ marriage is not in a, a, a name a name claim a name claim braga, bragado for anybody we have received the name of the father so we can be as i am in every place marriage is not a, a a covering of shame for anyone christ became the covering of our shame marriage is not a um, a reason to enter a family so that you can become part of the renown we already belong we belong to the family of god absolutely everything that you want to look for in marriage mm -hmm. best find it in your intimacy with god he must be your husband man if not if not you will settle for less he must see you are the bride of christ unless you are the bride of christ you don't you don't know how to appreciate your bride Come on. you are the bride of christ unless you don't you recognize that you will not be able to be a good groom in, in the image of the groom that you the groom that has treated you you are the bride of Christ. You cannot be a good bride. You, you cannot have a standard of expectation of a groom unless you have seen the groom himself. Mm. In marriage, people are settling for less, tolerating rubbish, being in abusive situations, entering into situations, all these things because they do not know who they are, whose they are, and they love that who and whose has given to them. Mm. The why of God is love. And until we understand that why, We'll, look, we'll go into places, go into situations, receiving less because despite the fact that our identity is built and has received much more. Let's declare. Are we all ready to declare? Yeah. One, two, three, go. I choose to believe. Oh, sorry, so um, people, sorry. This time, let's say we. Let's say it together. Another I'm saying I, let's just say we. One, two, three, go. We choose to believe, decree, and declare that we are powerful. We have the spirits of power in us. We are not subject to our vices. We are subject to the Lordship of Jesus. 
we have the grace, we, we have received the conquering life of Christ, life of Christ in us. In our desire, desire in Christ has conquered our desire, desire to save us. Our desire in our nature of the Spirit of God. We will live out the fullness of Christ by faith. Grace, the fullness of God's word is in us. The fullness of our desires, the fullness of the desires of God. Fullness of our actions action is only the desires, desires of God. We are at rest. We are at rest in consciousness of God's love for us. We are at rest in victory over the desires and the nature of things. People, are you here? Because no one, I would not hear anyone declaring. No. Are you serious? I did declare. I'm here. Yeah. We are here. We de I, I declare too. Okay. I heard everybody declaring. Lord, we thank you. For we know that we are powerful. We have received your spirit, the spirit of power in us. You are not subject to our vices. We are okay. subject to your lordship. We receive the concrete nature of Christ in us. We desire what Christ desires. That is for the same reason he desires. Christ has conquered the nature of sin in us. We live out the nature of the spirit of God. We live out the fullness of Christ by faith. By grace or through grace, the fullness of God is at work in us. The fullness of our desires match the fullness of the desire of God. We walk in the actions and execute according to the desires of God. We rest in the consciousness of God's love for us. We, re we are at rest in the victory of God for us. We are at rest in this victory over the desires and the nature of sin. We see as God sees. We see from the sight of God. We see from the victory of God. We see from the testimony of love. We see from the testimony of the I am. We are the fullness of the I am in every space. We rest in Christ. We rest in life. We rest in peace. We rest in the fullness of God. Our minds are conformed to the mind of Christ. Our hearts are transformed to the desires of the spirit. We move at the, conscious, the, conscious, the active and powerful consciousness of God. It's our testimony. That testimony is at work in us. We proclaim our salvation. We declare our salvation. We embrace our salvation. We receive our salvation. The finished work has finished work for us in everything and in every place that concerns us. We are life in Christ. We live the life of Christ. Thank you, Lord, for this testimony of life. Thank you, Lord, that our lives have been transformed. Thank you, Lord, that everyone we encounter, we encounter rest. We are known, our minds are not fatigued. Our hearts are not, our hearts are not raised in pride our minds are not are not defined by entitlement we are not afraid we are bold in this gospel we are bold because of the love of god at work in us we receive the goodness of god we are assured of the faithfulness of god yes, thank yes. you father thank for you. our lives are reflections of your faithfulness our homes are reflections of your goodness yes. we will taste and see that the lord is good yes. everything concerning us is being transformed yes, we don't hold on to things that you have asked us to let yes, go lord. we leave it all and we let it go for you yes, we let father. it go on to you that you are working things out for our, in our life yes, you are lord. working things out for the good yes, your love is we will always remain our eventual testimony love yes, is the why of god yes. we know why and that why is love so because of your why, we are showed in that love. Amen. You will be faithful to us. Even yes. when we are faithless, you are faithful. Yes, so Lord. our actions do not determine your nature. Yes, your nature Lord. will define our lives. We rest in your nature. Yes, your Lord. nature at work in us. Your yes. nature shaping our life. Your yes. nature, which is the source and root of our lives. You have provided for us. You yes. are protecting us. Yes. You, are, you, are, you are surrounding us. 
and we are all encased and all in your all encompassing love. Amen. Grace is multiplied unto us Amen. that we can enjoy this love yes, as we God. fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Our devices are no longer our love. Yes. Our vices are no longer our lords over us. We have victory over sin by the power of your spirit. In Jesus' name. Jesus. Amen. 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 Let me stop um, recording so that we can. Oh, Lala, good to see you. The meeting is officially over. over, but we are moving into Fellowship Hall. So if anybody still has time and wants to hang out or asks more specific questions, um, we're here.